Hello again. Today we are still continuing our top 10 episodes of 2018 with episode number 88. And in this episode, I offered some helpful pointers for couples that find themselves dating long distance. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical Christian training. If you happen to be dating long distance, you know that it's not exactly the easiest thing in the world to do. It is actually really tough. And it's difficult to build a relationship with someone when you only see each other every once in a while. Andrea and I were one of those couples that did date long distance. We were both in different cities and different states in the U.S., and we were about four and a half hours apart, which meant that we only got to see each other, you know, once a month, typically, every three weeks if we were lucky. And I know some couples that were even farther apart that uh, that dated long distance. And, and it's not easy, but it can turn out the way that you hope it does. You know, not necessarily in marriage, but having a genuinely fantastic relationship with someone else, all right? And so what I want to do in this episode is share some lessons that Andrea and I learned in our long-distance relationship, and maybe they can help you with yours. So the first thing that I would say is when you do see each other, you should have a plan. What we would do is on the weekends when we go to visit each other, we had pre-planned everything we were going to do. And so, you know, we had our dating boundaries, the things that we were not going to, the the lines we would not cross. And, you know, one of those lines was that we were not going to be alone together. And, you know, there's really no reason for it. Um, And so what we would do is we would plan out all these activities with other people. You know, so if I was going to visit her in Tennessee, then we would plan stuff with her friends. And when she was coming to visit me down in Auburn, we would plan things with my friends in my ministry. And so what that did was it it helped us maintain our boundaries. Because when you haven't seen someone for a long time, and there's someone you care deeply about, you get all the feelings, right? You feel all the feels all at once. And it's really overwhelming because it, you have all this pent-up anticipation of finally being able to spend time with this person that you really care about and those emotions can cloud your judgment, and they can lead you down some roads you don't want to go down and, uh, and compromise in ways that you never wanted to compromise in. So what I would encourage you to do is when you do see each other, that you would have a plan, that you're going to implement the plan, and that you hold each other accountable to the plan. And it doesn't mean that you can't uh, you know, spend time with each other. You know, When we did see each other, we tried to take advantage of that and spend as much time as possible but we were also trying to be wise and get lots of advice and discernment from other people to help us make sure that we didn't have any blind spots or create opportunities to put ourselves at risk of either uh, failing in our purity or something like that. So that's what I would say first off. When you do see each other, have a plan. The second thing I would say is to limit your phone conversations. Limit your phone conversations, not you know, to, to you know, do something else instead like text throughout the day. But, you know, limit your conversations in general. And that's because it's easy. When you're in a dating relationship, you become infatuated with this person. You become, 
you know, borderline obsessed with talking to them. And because you're not seeing them consistently, it's easy to justify just talking to them all the time. But what that does is it pulls you out of where you're at. It pulls you out of the city, the place that you're in, and your heart isn't invested. You're not invested in the people around you. You're not invested in the opportunities that God has given you in the place where he has put you for this time. And so limit your phone conversations. Limit the amount of time that you do talk. Have, you know, we didn't talk every day on the phone, for example. We talked uh, four or five days a week, and we were always done by 9.30 p.m. And so that was just to help us focus on the people that God wanted us to invest in in the cities where we were. And then when we did talk, you know, now FaceTime is a a lot more uh, commonplace and video messaging is a lot more commonplace than when we dated. And so, you know, definitely utilize that. If you both have iPhones, do some FaceTime. It's a lot, you you feel a lot closer when you get to see someone's face versus when you just hear their voice, all right? Um, So, but I would, I would encourage you to be mindful of how often you talk on the phone with this person. And then a really fun thing that we did to help us grow closer together is we would pass a journal back and forth. And this was an idea that we got from another couple that dated long distance. And what we did is we got just like a composition notebook and we would write in it. We would just talk about our day. We'd talk about things that were going on in our lives, important events that we wanted to share with each other. We would write it down. And then whenever we saw each other, we would exchange the notebook. So if I had the notebook for three weeks, I would be writing things, capturing things in that. And then when we saw each other, I would give it to Andrea, and it'd be Andrea's turn. And that was a really cool way to uh, to be able to look at what God was doing in our lives, and to really be in the moment, but also to be able to share that in a way that we could capture. And we, and we still have that notebook. You know, I'll have to I'll have to go dig it out, and we'll have to go through it again together. It, it'll be really neat to see the kinds of things that we were talking about, you know, years ago when we were dating. And so that was a really cool thing that someone encouraged us to do. And, uh, and it really d- was a lot of fun and paid dividends for us. So those are some tips from Andrea and I's long-distance relationship that I would encourage you to consider incorporating into yours. And, uh, you know, just as a final word, dating long-distance has some unique challenges, but it is definitely doable. So don't see it as a- an obstacle to be frustrated about. Allow God to shape your character where you are so that you can become a better disciple for the other person and really trust God to make it very clear what the future of your relationship needs to look like. That is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button if you haven't already to get practical tips just like this one. This podcast is ad-free thanks to all of my supporters over on Patreon. And if you would like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash practical christian podcast and if this episode has helped you in some way please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it every day is an opportunity to grow closer to god and make a positive impact on the people around you take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven thanks for listening and i'll talk to you soon